Good morning. It's good being with you again this morning. There seems to be an epidemic today of anger. You see it in traffic. You experience it in line at the grocery store. You even hear it walking throughout your neighborhood. Everyone seems to be in a hurry, carrying an extra heavy load, and or trying to fulfill an unrealistic set of goals. I was surprised when we moved out here about five years ago how infrequently we heard car horns. Coming from a good-sized city in the Midwest, one of the most popular modes of communication was by honking your horn. If somebody pulled out in front of you, you blow your horn. If somebody is not going fast enough, you blow your horn. If somebody just looks like they need honked at, you blow your horn. It was a couple of weeks before I heard a car horn out here. I told my wife, they're not great drivers, but they sure seem polite. That was almost half a decade ago. There have been some changes in our community. Somebody told their friends it was okay to honk their horns. Now, to be fair, those expressing themselves by way of their auto audio alert apparatus could all be from out of state. Anger is easy to laugh at in this illustration, but in reality, anger is no laughing matter. People get hurt and sometimes damaged for life because of an angry outburst. Words fly out of the angry person's mouth as fast as they can form them, way faster than they can consider the potential damage. Anger distorts reality, and it makes even little issues appear enormous. Most of us can tell horror stories about times that we have been the victims of uncontrolled anger. If we could only see the deep wounds that our words leave before we say them. If we could stop swelling with pride, thinking that everything must revolve around us, we'd have a much greater ability to monitor our words. Bottom line, God is displeased with our wicked anger. James writes in James 1, 19 and 20, Wherefore, my beloved brethren, let every man be swift to hear, slow to speak, slow to wrath. For the wrath of man worketh not the righteousness of God. It's true that there are times that anger is the appropriate expression for a situation. Jesus himself demonstrated anger against the Pharisees. It wasn't that they were just sinners. They were arrogantly swelling up in pride over their sinful ways. Jesus angrily cast the money changers out of the temple, for they were polluting its purpose of representing their Heavenly Father. Jesus appropriately expressed his anger, but Jesus is perfect and always behaved in a righteous manner. The times that we are tempted to anger usually have no righteous redemptive value. We just didn't get our way. We try and convince ourselves that we are in the right, but usually it's because we're trying to quiet the guilt that we feel over our sinful reaction. James' passage is a good reminder that our anger does not work the righteousness of God. God is not seen when we act in the flesh. As we, by His strength, yield our spirit to Him when frustrating things are thrown at us, His loving nature will begin to be seen in us, and we will enjoy the sweet aroma of victory over our anger. God bless you today. I love you.